0: Welcome to Spectacular Slovakia. If you have experienced Christmas in Slovakia, you probably know by now that Slovaks are very keen on their Advent and Christmas traditions. To get an idea of how the traditional Slovak Christmas looks like, it's best to visit the Slovak countryside, or you can listen to Naomi Huzovicova, a Canadian living in Western Slovakia, who has learned quite a bit about Slovak traditions since she moved here. My name is Michal Terencani, and I'm glad to have Naomi back on the podcast. So Naomi, welcome. Thank you. What did your first Christmas in Slovakia look like? When was this and what did you do? Christmas was actually I moved here at
1: Christmas time. That was the first time I moved here. and uh, it was it was different because I grew up celebrating on the 25th and here the big celebration was on the evening of the 24th.
0: Um, so that was a big difference. And what did you do on the twenty fourth? Did you visit your uh, your husband's family, or were you here just with friends at that time? No,
1: I we I was staying with with my husband's family,
0: mm-hmm. and uh,
1: it started. Uh, Christmas Eve starts with a big clean. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. have to make sure everything's clean and tidy. <laughs> did they make you clean too? <laughs> I don't know. I think I off- I probably offered. <laughs> and then uh, preparing food is a big big part of the day or a big part of the uh, preparations and then before we sat down to eat we would go for a walk and when you go for the walk I mean actually we didn't do this my first Christmas because there was only adults there but with kids you go for a walk and when you come back someone of course takes longer to get their stuff on and and you know, their shoes and hat and like oh I'll meet you there you go to the graveyard and you light a, fla- a, a candle at, yeah, at the grave. Yeah that's actually
0: an important part of the day to go to the graveyard yeah. where your ancestors are buried and, and where I live now we don't have
1: any ancestors there so we walk, it depends how cold it is how, yeah. how far <laughs> we want to walk but we go to go outside go for a walk maybe to the graveyard maybe to like a a uh, roadside monument or something. And, um, and while the children are outside, someone, the other person who stayed behind brings the gifts. And so so I grew up also, you put the gifts under the tree as as they're ready. So you would, you know, the pile of gifts is growing as, as Christmas gets closer. Whereas here, there's... A lot of people put up their Christmas tree... On Christmas Eve or maybe the day before
0: the morning of the 24th
1: yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, do you do that too yeah so now we put it up uh, maybe the day before but Mm -hmm. but quite uh, quote-unquote late to um, North American standards and so then we put the gifts under the tree and if there's kids they come home from the walk and like oh well look and it's all magical and
0: yeah so who brings presents to your kids you got four kids i have four children and this was this was a a bit of a discussion
1: (laughs) because i grew up i grew up my parents just brought gifts we never believed in santa claus we never we just we knew who was giving the gifts and that's what i was gonna do because i wasn't gonna you know start telling stories or something and my husband was shocked he's like the gifts have to come from baby jesus like that's just where they come from. You miss out on the like the magic of Christmas, and I'm like, no. <laughs> anyway, baby Jesus won <laughs> Baby Jesus, won.
0: <laughs> So you've had the regular visitor every twenty fourth of December for a few years now, yeah,
1: yeah, and it's surprising. I mean, at the at the post office, like the letters are sent to baby Yishko and mm-hmm. Which I've never encouraged in my children either.
0: <laughs> so they encouraged. never they never wrote the, the letters. I
1: think last year they got some paper from somewhere, like someone gave them special paper that had like letter to Yeshiko paper, mm-hmm. and so now that my older children can write, they help the little ones write letters to, uh, yeah, baby Jesus
0: and yeah. and send them. This was a very magical thing for me, by the way, the letter to baby Jesus because I. It was even more magical than the presents. Oh, really? That he came and took my letter from the window. You know, I would always leave it uh, on the windowsill, and then, oh. uh, and then it would disappear during the night. And it was so amazing that he came and got the letter. You know, even better than he came and brought the presents a few weeks later. That's so, so interesting because now they
1: send them in the post
0: office. Yeah, and, and then you get an answer from the post office, like from or maybe the did. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But the the good part is if if it magically disappears from the windowsill, then the parents can double check. Like, oh, what did she write?
0: <laughs> well, that's what you do. I mean, I I totally encourage this because <laughs> you know. <laughs> <No>. okay. <laughs> so that's that's one thing: the Christmas tree and baby Jesus. One thing that is quite interesting in Europe and in, very popular in Slovakia is the light of Bethlehem that comes to especially yeah. villages. So this is. Uh, um, what would you say? Relay? <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's a tradition done by the the uh, the scouts, mm-hmm. isn't it? And and you can pick up the light at church, so you come with your candles to the church, and there you would get. Or, or sometimes they bring it around the village, so someone yeah. And, knocks and, on and your
1: door. In in we we go to the church for it, and and in my husband's village, um, they go around and mm-hmm. and. and distribute it I think it's I love it I think it's it's weird that like a flame which is quite fragile like it can be blown out so quickly can come from so far away and and that they <clears throat> bring this light from Bethlehem
0: yeah it's supposed to be coming from Bethlehem <laughs> and, and and I uh, and, and many people try to you know keep the flame on since the morning when they get it until the evening it doesn't always work, but <laughs> most of the time it does. I also heard stories of people burning their houses because, you know, they wanted to. Really? <laughs> <keep the flame. laughs> Not burning their houses, but almost. Oh, gosh. So, uh, so yeah, it can, it's, it's as nice as it can be dangerous. Okay. So what other uh, traditions do you observe then during the Christmas dinner? We have already mentioned some on a podcast about the uh, Christmas food. So there's a lot of symbolism tied to the very evening and the dinner time. Which one is your favorite? What do you like?
1: Uh, well, one thing we always do is have incense burning mm-hmm. pretty much all day. So mm-hmm. you get the incense, like the frankincense and, or myrrh. I'm not sure which. Both? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> myrrh. And, uh, and burn that during the day and that's for us, like that's the the smell of the beginning of the day, or like the Christmas day, so or the, well, the Christmas Eve day. So you're kind of cleaning, and and this smell of of incenses wafting throughout the house, and then um, and we keep that going most of the day in the evening. Uh, one thing that we don't do because I don't because I'm like one of those health food mothers but something my uh, in-laws do is uh, there's these candies called it's like a a chocolate wrapped in a pretty in a colorful shiny wrapper and you you buy these and you sometimes now they come with hooks sometimes but traditionally you would have a string and like Spend, the whole family would yeah, spend the day before like stringing, wrapping you wrap two together so you wrap the string around one, have a bit of a, a space and then wrap it around another one and hang these on the tree um, and of course you're not supposed to eat them until Epiphany, until uh, the 9th of December of January but of course everyone, especially the children are like going and <laughs>
0: squeezing, <laughs> stealing the chocolate and leaving the wrapper there <laughs> Yeah, well, usually on the 27th of December, you find yourself with just a bunch of wrappers <laughs> on your Christmas tree. But yeah, that's, that's a very Slovak thing to do now, the Salon kit. Uh, I've never seen it anywhere, yeah. anywhere else, never heard of it. Well, we could talk a lot about sweets and Christmas, <laughs> but let's not do that. There are several habits that people observe to wish good health or to hope for good health for the next year. One of them is cutting the apple. So in my family, we would cut the apple like kind of like uh, crossways. So you get this little star uh-huh. in the middle. And if the star looks good and the apple is healthy, then it means that you're going to be fine in the <laughs> next uh, 365 days.
1: I've always wondered with all these with all these traditions before dinner of, for health,
0: what happens if you open a bad apple? Like, yeah, I know. Well, my father... Do you father, just get a new one? My, my, maybe. My father was always very carefully choosing the apple. <laughs> you know, like you really choose your apple. And the walnut. And I mean, if bad luck is bad luck probably, but it, you don't have that on a Christmas Eve. <laughs> Come on. Um, so some people crack a nut to yeah. see if it's healthy.
1: But we kind of do them all. Yeah. Crack the... Everyone gets their own walnuts, share the apple, um, eat
0: garlic. Yeah. And then what, to have a lot of money in the next right. year, you put the, how do you call it, not the skin, the the, the carbs, shupini, um, you know? What what the what the fish have? Um, oh really? I have not yeah. How heard do you this call one. Them uh, scales. scales. Fish scales. Fish scales. So the carp scales you would put uh, under your plate. Oh really? Oh I haven't during seen. the Christmas dinner. Oh. We haven't done it in a long time because we never eat the carp really, but uh that's one of the things. Oh, we just I put money a under lot our plate. Of, yeah, a lot of these traditions get invented as, as we go, you know, like people adjust them somehow. Well, the, the the fish scales actually make sense because
1: we always have the problem. We go to sit down and eat and we're trying to, and, you know, we don't have that much cash. We don't carry as much cash anymore. So then you're scrambling like to find. <laughs> put your credit card under <laughs> your platter. <laughs> Break into the kid's piggy bank <laughs> like you got any coins in there.
0: You know, maybe maybe a few years from now we're really going to do the credit cards <laughs> <Yeah>. under, the, <laughs> yeah. under the place. Who knows? Uh, hoping for good credit. Uh, okay, but, <laughs> but the the, the, ver- the very end of the Christmas Eve is the midnight mass in the church. where I know that even people who are not really religious um, would go to church on the occasion just to, you know, hope that baby Jesus is going to come to them <laughs> as well. it has it's it has a special atmosphere
1: i mean it's midnight Mm -hmm. right and you don't usually go traipsing about to churches at midnight so it it definitely has a um a special atmosphere.
0: At the end of the service, they would just turn off all the lights in the church except the Christmas trees, right. because that's another thing that might uh, be strange to uh, foreigners from some countries, that you actually do have Christmas trees in the church in the church, yeah, in Slovakia. So you just leave the uh, the the lights of the Christmas trees on, and people sing the Silent Night, and that's Christmas in Slovakia. Yeah. <laughs> the end of the Christmas Eve in Slovakia. Do you usually do that? Yeah. Oh, and then is they sing the...
1: Silent Night at the end of Mass like for the next
0: two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And they try to turn off the light, but it's not midnight, so it doesn't, doesn't work quite. Not the same quite the way. same effect. Yeah.
1: Um, oh, one thing that is really beautiful that I love, I, this isn't particular to Slovakia, but I've only experienced it here. Is uh for people who do go to church they have the Rorate masses at like six o'clock in the morning, and those are like even if you're not religious, it's so beautiful. You it's dark, you wake up early, you know the world is still sleeping, and when you go in the church, they leave it all off. It's all dark and it's only with candles. So there's usually like some tea lights on the on the aisleway, and everyone brings a a lamp, and uh, that that has a really a really special atmosphere
0: but this is not a christmas eve that's before No, this right? is before during advent it's yeah. a like repeated uh, repeatedly that you can do like two yeah. or three times yeah okay well merry christmas to everyone merry christmas to you now merry christmas <laughs> and see you next year <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening Spectacular Slovakia is going on vacation. We will be back on the 9th of January. If you like traveling around Slovakia and have recommendations you would like to share with our listeners, let us know on Facebook or by email. For full information about traveling in Slovakia, visit shop.spectator.sk to buy our travel guides. This was Spectacular Slovakia with Michaela Terenzani. brought to you by the Slovak Spectator, Slovakia's English-language newspaper. Special thanks to Tomáš Ribar and Matej Ohrablo for post-production of this podcast. This podcast is available on spectator.sk, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Podcasts and Spotify with new episodes out every Wednesday evening.